one. Hello, people of the internet. I'm your host and dungeon master, Kevin Cady, and welcome to a special episode of Odyssey of the Oberon. Woo! So, a uh, little bit of a thing here. We've been having some technical problems, so, you know, if things kind of... If people are quiet for a minute... Yeah, Discord is being a little bit of a bitch right now, but... It really is. Yeah. We will suffer through. Language, Kevin. Ah, that's fine. <laughs> Alright, Captain America. Oh my god! So, uh, who do we got here today besides myself as Dungeon Master? Uh, I don't know. Starting, yeah. well, I'll start, because I always start. Hey guys, my name's Matt. Uh, I'm playing uh, Joseph, the variant human fighter, and I'm excited to play while shoving my fucking mouth on this mic, because no one can hear me, apparently. Well, we can't hear you unless you deep throat your mic. Stop saying that! <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> true, though. To be fair, I didn't say it. Every day with this joke <laughs> now. You cannot use that every time we start a recording session. Yeah, absolutely, I can. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him to start cutting it out. <laughs> Kevin, leave all of this in here, even this conversation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm the one with the questionable quality right now. Um. I am Mary. I play Val, the Coastal Dwarf, uh, Bard. Nice. All right, so now that we got our introductions out of the way, let's uh, dive on in. So, last time we left off, you guys uh, reunited after that little interlude uh, where you guys made some deals uh, Joseph was visited by some entity in a dream. Y'all, uh... that never goes wrong. Yep. Y'all got back together, uh, tried to plan your next steps, decided that the best course of action was to follow the lead and go into the, uh, mountain range up north to hopefully find more clues as to where the people of, uh, Lockworth were. Along the way... You discovered that Lockworth was not the only town uh, that was uh, suffering through this same fate. Many other smaller towns and uh, farmsteads suffered from uh, missing people, and the last place you went to was pretty much burnt to the ground. Uh, you guys spent the nights there, uh, regaining your strength before the next day climbing the mountain. And during the night, you had two visitors come. Uh, visitors from your past, long, long ago. The uh, Seawall members, Asen and Hunter, they came, told you that things at uh, Wormtooth were not looking great, and they came here to help. Or, they came here looking for help. 
Uh, they offered to escort you to the seawall, which you guys gladly accepted, made your way up that way, and talked to the uh, leader, the Grand Abbot of the Seawall Monastery, who basically told you guys that he had no idea what was going on, but you were welcome to stay the night, and uh, he would talk to everybody and try and get some volunteers to help you all. That was a that was a, that was a heck of a recap. You guys did a lot last time. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, with that, um, you guys find yourself outside of the courtyard of the Seawall Monastery, the white alabaster buildings that uh, surround the courtyard itself. Uh, you. There's uh, the one main building where that is basically the uh, cafeteria, bedrooms. Um, you're told that there's a small library in there as well. A um, bunch of other stuff. Uh, a couple other smaller buildings where uh, storage is kept. And you guys just left the small little hut of the Grand Abbot. So... What do you guys want to do now? Hmm. Very good question. I don't know, what are you guys thinking? I think last time we left off, I stated that we should stay here, try to get as much information as we can before we head out. Well, the thing is, many of the people here already don't really... I'm assuming we're talking about a character. The thing is, last time I remember that... Um, the people here just don't really know what the hell is going on outside. No, like, that's fair, because, you, again, you made the very same counter-argument last time, and that's a very fair counter-argument, but I'm thinking, like, just because they don't know what's going on doesn't mean they don't have books on what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, they, they might have information on, like, what could be in the mountain or something? Yeah, like, some information in, like, their, like, literature from, you know, Seawall of old. You know what I mean? I mean, we could try. Uh, that's really the only... That's really the only information I can see us getting, other than, like, maybe just restocking on supplies. That's about it. That do, too. That as well. I say just fucking use everything that we can before we bounce. Okay. Then, yeah. Well, alright, let's uh, see what we can do, then. Alright. Alright, in character. Alright. So, in character, what do you guys do? we're not going to get anything from the people around here. It seems like no one really knows what exactly is going on. So I guess our next bet would probably have to be some books. Or uh, Also, uh, here's another thing. We're going to need to restock on supplies uh, while we're here. Anything that we can use. Agreed. All right. Well, uh, you you did leave uh, Hunter and Asen uh, to talk to the Grand Abbot about their own problems, so you guys do have free reign. Um, the there was ah oh God, I forget his name. Uh, it's been a bit. Uh, Master. Oh God, I forget. Adrian or something? Was it Adrian? Yes, thank you, Adrian. Master Adrian. Or no, was that the Abbot? That might have been the Abbot. Yeah, the uh, the Grand Abbot Adrian. Yep, that was that was the Abbot. Ah, there was another dude. I forget his name, but Master whatever his name was. 
Let's go with Grandmaster. Easy, Grandmaster. He w- he wouldn't be considered a Grandmaster. He would just be like he's not that he's not that well trained. He's just a regular master. Um, but he is there to help uh, lead you to where you guys want to go or need to go or to answer any questions that you may have. Hooray! Let's go. Well, I'm, Joseph's definitely hitting the library first. Okay. So, uh, the master says to you all, if you are interested, uh, we have many uh, scrolls, tomes, and various other uh, materials in our library. We have been collecting as much information as we can for various threats. Um, However, as of recent times, um, there has been some unwanted activity amongst the library. Pest uh, eating up some of the pages and whatnot. Uh, we've been dealing with what? It. What? what kind of pests? Oh, the you know bookworms and whatnot. Just rats, mice, people, creature. Genuine pests that uh, eat the pages of the books and then scurry off. Has that always happened, or has that been happening recently? It's always happened, but it's gotten worse of late. Hmm, I wonder why. You want us to, like, switch them or something? Yeah, well, if you see them, of course, please be be our guest. That would be such a help. But we've set up many traps, and we are in the middle of recovering as much as we can. But uh, it is a try not to disturb uh, those, because uh, like I said, that we are all busy trying to restore what we have lost. So keep that in mind. Okay. And he leads you to the library. Uh, so inside the largest building of the monastery, you are led into a great circular room that is illuminated through a grand skylight. The smell of ancient paper and quiet footsteps fill your senses as you approach the center of this space. You notice a large round desk that is attended by a group of monks that appear to be from Thanel, basically local people uh, that you're able to spot. Uh, The only odd figure that uh, is amongst the group is a silver dragonborn. Uh, these monks appear to be busy organizing various tomes, uh, writing down information, and uh, trying to store things in other places. Uh, you can see them scurrying around like these 40-foot-high shelves, uh, kind of taking ladders, climbing up ladders, moving them around, all that fun stuff. It looks like uh, there's a group of like 10 monks here. It looks like all 10 of them are just busy trying to... Um, gather whatever they can, jot stuff down, all that fun stuff. Right. So, you guys are led into the middle of this uh, this frantic mess, and the master says, Well, I shall be out here if you need anything further, but please explore. Try not to bother the... Uh, Librarian staff here, uh, they're much too busy. And, no problem. Fair enough. And with that, you guys are set 
free to uh, investigate, explore, uh, figure out stuff. Um, so I take it you guys are pretty much gonna just look through whatever you can, or do you ask, or do you want to approach anybody? Um, I feel like they're not gonna know themselves. I'm just gonna start looking around. These yeah, same here. Okay. Yeah, Captain's just going to kind of look around like uh, Joseph. All right, uh, Bell, are you doing the same thing or asking for help? Or um, I, I was actually gonna see if I can ask. Of course, of course. Um, so how about um, I get investigation rolls from you and Matt and uh, Bell? Who do you plan on asking? Um, there's like a group of like you. You can just grab whoever's closer to you, or uh, there's. There's a silver dragonborn who seems to be the only unique person in the room. Uh, up to you, really. Um, I'm gonna ask one of the monks first, and then maybe I'll chat with him later. Okay. So, you grab the closest monk to you, and uh, this is a uh, this is a woman with a shaved head, like completely shaven, and she uh, stops and says, "Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm so very sorry, ma'am, but." Uh, there's much too much. There's much to do. I can help you, but please make it brief. Of, of course. Um, you have any uh, books about with um, about brain work? Like the monster that like, or I don't know how to describe it. I, yeah, so you, uh, you gesture this, you kind of like, you know, luckily, I rolled, I rolled, luckily she understands sign language. Hey, I would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah, well, you could have had, you could have had one of your friends translate, too. <laughs> uh, but, luckily she understands, and she says, she signs back to you that, uh, there are some scrolls that they've had for years, uh, kind of lying about some of the shelves. She she points t uh, to a general direction on the shelves. Uh, she says that she's not sure if they have survived the uh, what's been going on, but I mean, right. if, if they're there, they're there. Great. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, so I will thank her, and I will go wander off. Right, so you thank her, wander off. Uh, what did you guys get for your investigation checks? I got a 17. I got a 5. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, uh, who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first, because I got a 5, so... I mean, you, it's not like you didn't discover nothing, you did discover something. How pertinent, right. this, how pertinent this is to your uh, current quest is up to you, but... Um, you begin looking through... Uh, a bunch of shelving with the various tomes on it, all dating back from ages and ages past. Um, you pull out one of the oldest tomes from the shelf, like one of the oldest ones you can find, and from it you begin reading about demonic incursions. Um, this is a very popular, like this very popular uh, seawall book, because it details, you know, the whole uh, demonic incursion thing. 
Uh, so that you can assume that there have been many rewritings of it. Like, you know, uh, people have copied it for ages at this point. But what you learn from these pages is that the planar, planar incursions are actually more common than most people think. There are many locations around the world where uh, the planar barriers are thin. However, entities who make their way through these thin places can shape the environment around them, making the connection between the two planes stronger. The seawall has categorized four different levels of incursions, level one being uh, where one or two entities make their way into the material plane and begin to settle down and establish a territory. Level two these entities attract or draw more entities from their realm into the material plane. This causes more uh, devastation to the environment itself, uh, especially if the plane they come from is the abyss. Level 3, stronger entities make their way into this realm and take control of these lesser entities. Basically, uh, this, these stronger entities begin to organize the lesser ones to form a functioning army in a sense and they begin to expand the territory that way bringing making the environment uh, much more basically enlarging the uh, environment and portal uh, incursion uh, at level three th this uh, damage is pretty much permanent and uh, the only way to deal with it is that you have to kill all the demons and keep a permanent watch on the tear in reality to make sure that uh, it doesn't worsen again. Right. Level 4. Oh, God. The planar barrier's damage is irreversible. Everything within a 100-mile radius is destroyed. And most likely a demon lord or other demigod-like entity has more likely made their way here. At this point, uh... All hope is lost. <laughs> okay, a part of uh, me, okay, out of character, a part of me is actually kind of thinking that is more than likely, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like that's what was going on at Rosewater, or at least what they were trying to do. Since after, the runes were, like, all over the island. Yes, after, well, after reading, I will, I will uh, clarify this for you. The whole, uh, planar the whole uh, teleportation circle with rosewater they whatever that cult was back there they wanted to teleport rosewater to the abyss right yeah i do remember that they want to actually bring the entire island with it yeah so that doesn't necessarily like basically you don't find too much details about teleporting a material plane to the abyss um, okay. but you do find that out yeah, level level four demonic incursions. Not good idea. <laughs> not the yeah. best. This is more so. Yeah, just bringing demons into our world. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, to be fair, none of that sounds great. Oh yeah, no, it's still useful information. Yeah, no, I, I, I will. So a little bit out of character thing. I'm not a huge fan of like, especially with investigation checks and stuff like that. Of just basically giving you guys nothing. Because that's just so disheartening, especially for right. a player. So what I always try to do is, like, I give you guys something, but it may not be something that is relevant. Uh, but it is something important still. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll still take that. That's pretty useful. Yeah. So there's actual ratings to, yeah, how severe the situation is. Yep, okay. yep. Uh, next, I'm going to go to Matt. Is that correct? Yep. You got a 17, right? I got 17. All right. So, you managed to uncover a series... Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, that's the wrong one. Uh, as you read through a series of scrolls, uh, you know you pick up a whole bunch of scrolls off of one of the shelvings, and as you read through a couple of them, you come across a legend of a Triton who returned home after a long war. Upon his return, he finds that friends and family of his have been have begun acting strange. They've begun to exhibit uh, behaviors that were just unlike them. Uh, even going as far as to worship an entity that he had never heard of. Uh, after much investigation and uh, discovery, he comes across the realization that a horrible aberration has taken over the minds of his family and friends. An abolith, a creature from beyond the stars. Uh, the legend goes on to say that uh, they battled each other. They battled each other for seven months before the Triton was ultimately slain. However, uh, he did manage to weaken the Abolith enough to re to loosen its grip on his family and friends. Huh. Good to know. Good and... to know. And finally, Mary, you come up, you pretty much, uh, you reach the same wall of all the scrolls that, um, Matt has been checking out. Uh, -huh. uh so how about you give me another little investigation check too, if you don't mind. Uh-huh. See what you can find. Five. Five. Oh, no. I hate my life. I'm having a rough day with everything, apparently. Although I am finally on, like, proper Discord now. Yay. Uh, God, what can I give you for a five? I'm trying to think. Um, let's go with... Sea monsters. You read about a bunch of sea monsters. I've... The seawall has documented, like, hundreds of different types of sea monsters, uh, aboliths being one of them. Um, you, you find that aboliths have a unique ability to enslave creatures. Uh, often they will uh, enslave a small community of creatures and force them to either worship them or do something that, or perform a task the abolith is unable to do. Uh, most likely on land, because the Abolith is unfortunately a sea-bound creature. Uh, they cannot... They don't, they don't have legs. They're, they're all fish, so... There's... You say, unfortunately, like, we need them on land. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they would, like to, they would like to be on land very much. Well, sure we are what? perfectly happy with them yeah. literally anywhere they, else. They, they can stay there. <laughs> I, I, I will also give you this little helpful information. Uh, as you read about aboliths a bit more, uh, the seawall does note that the 
abolists tend to have a mucus that uh, transforms uh, the people they enslave if they if they're enslaved uh, if they're thralls spend enough time with them they begin to develop aquatic features um, gills and webbed fingers and feet and whatnot. Nice. Oh. That's uh, terrifying. Yep. So that's uh, that's some that's what you guys find out for now. Um, if you guys want, you can still discover more, or really up to you guys. Well, we did get some good information. I'm willing to give one more roll, though. Yeah. If you guys want to go through one more roll, I'm totally cool with that. I mean, it can't possibly hurt. <laughs> Alright, then. Uh, investigation checks from everybody again, please. Empty. Twelve. I suck less now. Uh, Seventeen. Alright, seventeen. Um, I'll do this for all of you, then. Alright, so. All of you kind of uh, begin to peruse the library a bit more um and eventually uh i'll say that joseph uh begins to like look more into like the geography of the region trying to figure out where an aboleth or some other entity can hide here um so you begin to like check out some of the seawall surveying maps and everything, and uh, with the help, because uh, there's a bunch of survey maps, uh, with the help of both Bell and Captain, uh, you guys, the three of you together, are able to uncover the series of survey maps. Uh, you know, a couple topographical maps and a couple of. Uh, uh, surveys of different cave systems and <laughs> other features around the area. These maps that you all collect reveal a network of caves and caverns that venture deep into the heart of the mountain, where a large reservoir of water is located. This uh, reservoir is... You're able to determine quite quickly that this is where a lot of the... Uh, island's water source comes from especially uh joseph you are able to follow a trail of a little underground river that leads from that reservoir to uh the town of lockworth so you can assume that the well probably would be connected to that uh, underground river and the underground lake by connection Studying these maps further, however, Bell and uh, Captain, you kind of like overlay a couple maps on top of each other, especially the ones uh, that have to deal with the mountain area here. And you guys discover that one of the closest tunnels that leads further down into this uh, underwater reservoir is about 100 feet beneath the temple of the seawall. Well, that's useful to know. 
Indeed. Hooray. That is very yeah. useful to know. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's almost as if, hmm, that almost seems like it's foreshadowing something to this episode, turns to the camera. <laughs> yeah, because we don't break the fourth wall enough. <laughs> we don't, really. Yeah. <laughs> saying this out of character please i hope you know that all right so you guys uh make that discovery great Hmm. i love conspiracies that's the only lead we got uh should we bring our friends with us or should we leave them here because it sounds like he's like 12 rooms away. Barely. This better? A bit. Yeah. Okay. I was saying that that's fine against Captain and me tied to gather resources. Actually, yeah, that does. Well, hold on. Someone does need to stay back and like make sure that no one catches Bell because I don't know how strict these people are going to be about this. I mean, they seem pretty busy. And Bell's also very quick. I can Bell can hide pretty easily. That's fair. Okay. I, um, I am fast and I am small. I will. Okay. Uh, I will remind you guys that you do have Ordal with you as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Ordal can watch over. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, then we'll do that. Yeah, he hasn't said much because he hasn't. I, I, you guys haven't given him much to do, but. Then yeah, Sorry, we'll give that task to Ordal. <laughs> That's okay. By the way, too, if you guys like. Um, like I said, if you guys ever want Ordal to do something, you guys do have access to his NPC stat block, so don't be afraid to check that out and see what he can do. Alright. I, I legit forget that that's a thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep, if you go to uh, the extras in the D&D Beyond, you'll see basically all your guys' NPC stat blocks. Okay. Noted. Alright then, yeah, so... Uh, I guess uh, we'll just walk up to Ordal. Well, like as we're all there. Yeah. Ordal, do you think you can uh, maybe a stand watch? Me and uh, Joseph, uh, I can go and I get the supplies we mentioned. Of course, I can. Uh, I can do that for you. Make sure that nobody gets uh, nobody bothers Bell. I can do that. Good. All right. Bell, do your thing. Joseph, let's go take care of this. Sounds good. All right. All right. So. Party splits up a bit. Uh, who would you guys like me to start with? Um, I'm probably either or. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Alright. I'll start with you guys first then. Um, so, Captain and Joseph, you said you guys are trying to get supplies? Alright, how do you propose on doing that? Uh, He gave you, like, a brief overview. Uh, I will say you know, like, one of the building... Uh, I'll put... What kind of supplies are you guys looking for right now? Let's put it... Let's start with that. Food and 
So food, uh, anything else? Uh, like I said, just a place maybe to like to just sell our stuff or buy weapons or anything like that. Uh, maybe, maybe in books or fuck, fuck mine, no, maybe some books or something. Are you looking for any particular books or just like a blank book to use for writing or whatever? Um, I, I just like what they would have for sale. So this is the this is a bit of a thing. Uh, this is a monastery. They don't really get many people, especially merchants. Like so, there isn't really yeah. a store per se. Yeah, so there's nothing really to buy. So then at that point, it would just be like food, water, and light. Yeah, I mean, if you want, like, they don't really take currents. I'm sure they do. If you want to talk to some people about maybe buying some stuff off of them, they might agree to it. But yeah, like this might be more system barter system is more apt plus like there's there's also not really an official store here <laughs> yeah 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 uh that would definitely be in the main building that you guys are currently in uh just probably not too far away uh but as soon as you come out of the library uh your guide the master of the one of the mo masters of the monastery who's been giving you the tour says, are you satisfied with what you've learned? And he look. where's your friend? Is she still doing research? Yeah, we figured it was best not to disturb her. Very well, then. And uh, what of you two? Do you, are you looking for a place to rest, or...? Uh, more, more so. Yeah. Well, I could perhaps help a bit. I'm not... Uh, we don't have a whole heck of a lot here, I will be honest, but... Um... Alright, uh, what in particular are you looking for, then? Of course, I can... I can, uh... help you provide... Uh, I can help provide this for you. Please, follow me. And he begins to lead you, um, basically, too deeper into the uh, temple here itself, the the main big structure. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Next, I'm gonna go back to Mary real quick. Mary, yo, give me. Um, so you're you're trying to copy down the maps here, right? Uh huh. Uh. Are you trying to be stealthy about it, or are you just going for it? Um, I mean... I feel like I don't need to be too stealthy, because I have Ordal to let me know if there's somebody coming. Okay. So you're uh, you're doing more for uh, accuracy. Yeah. Alright, give me... Give me an intelligence check here. There isn't really 
Well, unless like I, you're not no, you're not proficient in cartography tools, so just uh, just an intelligence check, I guess, should do. All right. Um, it's a bit difficult. Um, on this isn't like a lot of the maps that you're used to, because you're used to maps that like just chart out courses along the sea. Uh-huh. Uh, you're trying your best to copy down a map that has a bunch of underground caverns and everything. You're, and there's just like a lot of it is like layered too. So like you think you come into like um, the end of one chamber, but it actually goes down into a different chamber. It's a bit co- more complicated than you were expecting. Okay. Um, but as you continue doing so, you hear from behind you. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, we appreciate the help in you copying us down, but really, there is no need for that. In fact, um, I don't believe you're qualified. No offense to copy all this down. Uh, from what I can see, it doesn't look too accurate. And you turn around behind you to see this silver dragonborn uh, basically talking to you about this. <laughs> Um, Lips them off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh I mean, can I gesture him that like I can't? Yeah, yeah, you gesture that, and she says, "Oh, um, I'm so I can get uh, I can get Linda back here. She's the one who uh, has studied sign language. Um, you can understand, though, right? Like no. you, 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 yeah. you're not deaf, are you? You're not deaf, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Uh, she brings Linda over, the person you were talking to earlier." And, uh, what do you say? Uh, I was trying to practice. Uh, so... we, I don't know. I, I, oh, fuck. Give me a deception check. I wasn't, uh, I was not prepared for this shit. Remember, you got a minus five to it. Yeah, I know, I know. And I don't think we should have left. <laughs> Shut up! It'll be fine. Oh my god. That is a nat 20. Damn! Nice! Let's go. I take it all back. So, yeah. You basically, you you say what you say, and Linda Linda translates to the Silver Dragonborn what you said. And uh, Silver Dragonborn's like, well... We it is an admirable job you are doing, but I don't think you are quite qualified to uh, do this thing. Please, please, let us professionals handle this, and uh, perhaps it's uh, best you find your friends and um, 
if you if you're so desperate for a map, give us a day or two, and we could we could make we can copy this one down for you. Um. Uh, we don't have that kind of time. Sure. Well, I'm sorry. That's how long it will take to copy down a map like this. Um, unfortunately, especially with how understaffed we are. Um, Can I at least keep what I made? Sure, sure. It's it, it uh, if you if you insist. It's just for me. Very well. If you insist, it. it But uh, if you if you don't mind, uh, we have much work to do. So, if you if you and your friend here uh, meet up with your other friends, then we can continue on our way. Uh huh. Right. Uh, so do you Thanks. leave? Thanks. With... No, no. Bye. Bye. So you leave with Ord all then? Yep. All right. Going back to Group A. Group A. Yes. You are led into the uh, kitchens of the uh, monastery. Here you see one of the uh, monks uh, preparing some meals, and the master turns to this uh, cook and says, David, uh, some of our guests here wish to um, procure some rations for their journey. Um do we have anything we could spare them? And you see the the, the cook, David, uh, kind of turn to look at you both and says, uh, We don't have a whole heck of a lot, but tell you what, if you can trade, uh, you know, if, if you have something worth trading for, we might be able to work something out. Mm. Alright, so something to trade for some of the food. Yeah, all right, let me take a look at my inventory. Um, hmm. God, there's so much shit in here. Um, <laughs> First world problems, guys. Uh, let's see. Beer? Oh, I know. How about I give them this vault map now? You guys want a spear? That's all I got that I'm willing to part with. Actually, um... Actually, I think what... I think, uh, Matt, I think what that actually is, is it's a, uh, harpoon. We're just... We just use the spear stat block. You guys want a harpoon? <laughs> like, they, they take... They both look at each other. David nods. Yeah, we could, we could use something with the harpoon. Harpoon... Honestly, harpoon is probably better than a spear, because then once we hit something, we could bring it back in. I mean, can't you just make a harpoon out of a spear? <laughs> well, this is kind of depressing, well, but um, no, one no. thing I am going to do yeah. is... I can't really use uh, two of these at once anymore. I, oh, uh, no. I bring out uh, uh, two flintlock pistols that I have, <laughs> and <third> one... <laughs> That's kind of sad. No. <laughs> I'm giving you a fucking robot arm. You just, you just had to wait it out. I mean, well, okay, well, I do have a third one. I can at least get rid of one of them. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I'll at least get rid so of one. So many guns. Actually, 
Wait, no, I don't really need uh, uh, these because I can because of what I'm planning. Uh, okay, you know, I'll, I'll at least keep one. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll at least keep one, but I am going to give away the two because of the plans that I do have. All right. So, uh, you trade two and a javelin. Um, the David turns to you and says, we, we don't have much use for guns, but uh, we could probably trade these for something else. Yeah, I, I think we can. Sure. And he uh, he says, all right, you got yourselves a deal. And he goes to he goes in the back and he rummages through some things and he he basically gives uh he basically gives you twelve rations. Nice. Awesome. Okay, we'll gladly take that. Yeah. Each. No, not not twelve rations each. Just twelve rations altogether. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let me just twelve divided by. Technically four, or maybe six, if you guys want to bring Hunter and Asen with you. If not, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so, six you said, or...? Four, well, it depends on if you guys want to bring Hunter or Asen with you. I kind of want to bring Hunter with us, because it's more hard to have on hand, so I kind of want him with us. Okay, do you want to bring Asen as well, or no? Yeah, oh, oh, I mean, we'll let them decide, but I would like them on the team, to okay. be honest. So, divided by six, then. And uh, the master will turn to David and say, they also require a light source, they said. They also require what? A, a light source. Uh, I do have candles, by the way. Oh, <laughs> that's good enough. You've got the night vision goggles. I just feel like it'd be good just to have also as a distraction, to be honest, because we don't know what we're going to be dealing with under there. Don't forget, we also, a lot of us have uh, oil flasks because of adventure gear. Yeah, but uh, I will say this. The thing with candles, though, buddy, they're not going to provide you much light. Like, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm more worried about using it as a distraction, to be honest. Like I, said, we, I got night vision goggles. Yeah. We need torches, really. Just, if just anything. Yeah. Uh, I do have a tinderbox with me. Yeah. Well, well that and also, uh, I don't think we need to worry about, uh, well, yeah. Torches, we can make makeshift ones, though. That shouldn't be too hard. That is true. You guys can um, make makeshift torches. Yeah, that's uh, makeshift torches are actually pretty easy to make. Yeah. The only concern is lighting them, but you also have to... No, you don't really have to worry about that. I have a spell for that. Not only that, but I could literally just poof up fire onto them if I wanted to. Yeah, you can poof fire. I have a uh, cantrip. I think we're good in terms of oh, yeah. lighting things on fire. Yeah, so I don't think torches are really that big of a deal. I think okay. we should be good. Up to you guys. Um, so is that if that's Morris all you? Morris, we throw a fireball down the hallway. Yeah, exactly. If that's all you guys want, um, uh, the master will lead you out, and <clears throat> pardon me, master will lead you out, uh, basically back out to the court courtyard. He leaves you be, and he says. Uh, I apologize. I must uh, return to my duties, but uh, you can come up to any one of us if you need any further help. Alright. Easy. Hooray. Alright, so um, I'm just going to say that I'm just going to say that you guys meet back up in the courtyard. Um, 
you can share whatever information you can with each other, but also uh, Hunter and Asen, they have just gotten done with their meeting with the Grand Abbot and uh, begin approaching you as well. Hello, Hunter says, shaking his head, and Asen uh, solemnly sighs back to you, Bell. Hi again. Uh. Uh, <laughs> you can see, though, that both look equally disappointed. Bad news? Hunter nods and says, we were talking to the Grand Abbot about potentially getting some help for Wormtooth. They said they didn't have the men to spare. I mean, that kind of checks out with what we've seen. I don't know. It, the seawall is supposed to have each other's back. This just doesn't make sense. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I got a very strange feeling off of him. Perhaps we should talk elsewhere where do you have in mind so I don't a lot of uh... I don't know just any quiet place that we can find okay just not out in the open well you look around and you don't really see anybody close to you there, there are some people outside but they are a fair enough distance away uh, training with their Quarter staffs and whatnot, um, other weaponry. Uh, you guys are well out of earshot of them. Okay. Especially if you guys whisper, which I imagine you do. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. You don't have to worry yeah, about it, <laughs> Bell. Well, so, like, I think you're good, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just going to start screaming. <laughs> you start screaming and nothing comes out. Exactly. Oh my god, you actually are the little mermaid. I would make the perfect mime, it's fine. But no, um... So yeah, yeah, as long as, like... I think I'm gonna, like, occasionally look around and make sure, like, nobody's coming up behind us. Because I've had enough of that for one day. Totally fair, totally fair. But, um... Like, I think as long as we're quiet about it, we should be fine. I just don't want anybody listening because of all the shit we ran into already yes that that is i can understand uh but hunter will ask uh either one of you guys he he'll basically like so what did you guys learn um i'm back sorry about that no their their library is kind of in shambles i uh May have gotten into a teeny tiny bit of trouble, but I walked. I got myself out of it. Okay. I didn't technically talk myself out of it, but it, that's basically the equivalency. Okay, then good enough. I mean, did you at least manage to get what we were looking for? I mean, they're not the best quality because I this isn't really what I do, but I tried. Okay. I have maps. That's and I'm, not gonna, I'm obviously not going to like take them out or anything, but I have maps. I'll take your a word for it, as he winks. 
Um, <laughs> do you want to tell them about the lovely monster that we learned about? Since it yeah. you're just speak it instead of just signing the entire thing. Yeah, I just uh, tell uh, Joseph and Ordal uh, what else we found out. Uh, we're not talking and... about. We're talking to the our friends, the uh, yeah. friends. Uh, Ace oh, and yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, we just uh, project all that information onto them. Yeah, they they listen uh, patiently, and they uh, Hunter nods his head. So what I'm hearing is we're dealing with something the seawall really needs to deal with, and they're not. It doesn't seem like they care to even try to deal with it. No, they do not. What is a, they're pretending your, like they're not even aware of it. What is with your group? Aren't they supposed to go out there and do something? Aren't yes, they, uh, they are. The yes, they are. Which is why I'm having as much trouble figuring this out as you are. Stop yelling. We don't need attention. Uh, look, I'm sorry, but... I just find it hard to believe that this is a, a group of people that uh, Finn uh, uh, fought and died for. Me too. That's all. To be fair, he died for us more than anything else. He did, but he did also... He fought for everyone, you know what I mean. Yes. Regardless... I don't know. <sighs> We're obviously not going to get help with this. We've got to figure it out ourselves. Which I'm fine with, but it's just frustrating. I mean, what do you think the deal is? Is it the people, or the master, or both? I'm not sure. It's like, I don't have time to worry about it. Yeah. Matt, you're quiet again. Yeah. Matt, you're Matt? silent. Well, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. There you go. go. Said, we have people that we are... There are people that need our help now. I'm not going to be worrying about the seawall right now. We'll deal with that later. Just and let it be known. Maybe if we deal with that, it deals with that. But maybe. The seawall. Seawall? Seawall. Seawall. Good one. Just letting you know, this is uh, how a lot of people usually end up uh, not even paying attention to the governments or officials in general. Take my word for it. <laughs> see will more like see won't. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> damn it! <laughs> this is why Mary's the bard. I swear. Yes. Uh, well done. The see Seawall takes up one hundred damage <laughs> immediately. Oh, you just see like a building that crumble from the roast. Uh, so Hunter will say, so I take it our next steps is to investigate the temple here. I think that's the best course of action. Yeah. Alright then, so I'll just say this right now, if this place ends up um, having a rebellion, I won't be there for it. I will not be there to help them. In fact, if anything, I'll be rooting for the people against them. Well, we'll not... cross that bridge when we come to it. Hunter's Three. size. We're not all that bad. I just, I don't understand what's going on here. Oh, I know you're not all that bad. It's just... <sighs> I well, know. I think we do kind of know what's going on here. 
the whole thing about this Aboleth is about control. Yeah. Regardless, though, yeah, make no mistake, I know that you're all uh, not bad, it's just this place in particular, for some reason. That's all. Yeah, Hunter nods his head in agreement. And, as oh, sorry. Uh, he, he, Captain just says one last thing, just says, look, uh, look, I'm sorry for ranting, but after seeing uh, this happen way too many times with people in charge, it gets to you. Yep. So as you all stand in this courtyard, uh, whispering, discussing your recent discoveries, uh, your future plans, your words and thoughts are cut as a as a deafening roar is heard ringing out from the sky. As you sure. as you look up, you see a large shadow eclipsing the sun, its silhouetted form resembling that of a winged reptile. Large, pow large, powerful claws and broad, muscular shoulders. As this fearsome creature draws near, it lets out a gout of flame from its powerful jaws. I need everybody to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, alright, dexterity saving throw, you got it. Um, I went. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Would you like to share with the class? 25. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> 19. 21. I think we're right, good. Yeah, all of you guys make it. Um, Let me see if people... Oh, Ordal doesn't make it. No! God damn it, Ordal. <laughs> uh, Hunter makes it. Aeson makes it. So it's only Ordal. Damn, I'm sorry, Ordal. Ordal, no! Ordal's gonna take uh, 28 points of fire damage, and the rest Jesus of you are gonna Christ. take half. I'm really glad we're fast. Yeah, so uh, 20, what's half of 28? I'm fucking bad at math. 14. 14. So you guys take 14 fire damage. Ordal takes 28. He is crispy. <laughs> I think I he should still be up, I think. I think he has a good a number of hit points. Um Yep, you guys take fourteen damage, and we are going to roll for initiative. Fine. Captain control your cousin. I don't think initiative for Oradol, but if one of you guys can uh, take control of him, that'd be great. Or you guys can share control over him. Um, we can share control over him. Okay. That, that's fine. Yeah, at least roll his initiative. What's, uh, what's his dex? Uh, it should be listed there. Uh, I think it's like a 
Uh, Dex is usually for initiative, uh, but usually, like, you should have a little, uh, initiative bonus, it says at the top, um, yeah, 17. What am I looking again? Uh, so if you go to extras under your character sheet, you should see the, all the NPC stat blocks. Uh, it's right after... Oh, I see now. Yep, there you go. Okay. I oh, Oh, jeez. Uh, he's going last. Okay, what did he get? He got a nat one. Alright, that's cool. Uh, Captain and Bell, I'm just missing you guys. I already said seven. Oh, 17. Okay, sorry, I thought that was Joseph. My bad. So, Joseph and Bell. Guess, guess who also got a nat one? <laughs> who is the higher decks? Uh, I... We're tied. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright, I'll have Bell go first since Bell's the main character here. Hooray, main character. There we go. You get special privileges. And also, Ordo is not looking good because his HP is 31. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 30 HP. Did you mean for him to be second level? Uh, yeah. Uh, you mean Ordal being second level? Yes, because I... Well, he should be like sec, like maybe fourth. I don't know. Like he's not, he's not going to be as high level as you guys, because you know. guys are the main heroes here. He's mostly two here. And seven seemed pretty far apart, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Ordal, you had a good run, I guess. Match. Don't you say that. Don't you dare. I, I'm sure that you guys are going to be protecting Ordal with your life. <laughs> Pretty much. I am now. <laughs> um, Joseph, what did you get for initiative? Alright, 17. Uh, I think Captain has the higher dex, if I'm not mistaken. I have a plus 3. Or uh, ability score of 17. Alright, so... Uh, I gotta do... Uh, so I'm not going to have Ace or Hunter be a part... Well... They're going to be a part of this, but they're going to be doing something different here. Um, cool. So, as this winged creature flies in, this draconic-like creature, uh, you see it kind of fly past you, breathing a gout of flame across the group of you. A lot of you dodge out of the way, but Ordal uh, is left... Uh, <laughs> A bit crispy. He's very singed. Uh, a lot of bird marks on his skin. Uh, you see him cough a, a thing of smoke as the creature lands just behind you. And you finally get a good look at, or sorry, the uh, smell of fire and brimstone assaults your nostrils, and your ears are flooded with an assortment of sounds that are altogether unnatural. Captain, the all-too-familiar roar of a, draconic, of a draconian voice can be heard undercutting the roar of a lion and the screams, the terrible screams of a... of a goat? And as you, th as you hear, like, these weirdly distinct sounds, you look behind you and you see this creature landing its dreadful form of a chimera. This three-headed monstrosity with a draconian, lion, and goat-like feature. Uh, 
prowls around all of you, circling your crew slowly, searching for the weakest link. Shoot. Its turn is first. It springs toward Bell, its weakest enemy found. (laughs) And it is going to try and grapple you with its lion bite. Um, motherfucker. Uh, sixteen hit your AC. Goodbye, crow world. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. So the lion bites down into you. Uh, four. Three the damage. Uh, for eight damage. Okay. And Ow. then. It's, uh, then the goat head is gonna ram you. <laughs> uh, oh boy. That's a natural one. You manage to twist out of the way as the goat head just tries to ram you with it, but. Uh, nice. Then the dragon is gonna try and claw you. Great! <laughs> that's a five, uh, plus. Twelve, I don't think, hits your AC, but you're nope. bitten. Ow. So this, Why is there a strength, so this thing has a strength of a seven. Holy fuck. That's going to hurt if you get hit. Yep. Yes. So, Thank you. <laughs> ooh, plus, I got to see if this recharges. It does! Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yay! Oh, my God. Uh, next turn, though. Um, so now it's uh, Captain's turn. Okay, is this thing, like, right up in front of me? Uh, it's within, like, ten feet of you. Okay. Um, I guess I'll use my movement action uh, to get up close to it. Alright. Get up. Or, yeah, because considering the fact that... I, mean, I would say I'd start firing at this thing, but it's not really worth it. Um, so I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go ahead and take out... Um, yep, Phoenix Rod. I'm going to take out the Phoenix Rod. Uh, literally just uh, uh, click on... Uh, you know, activate it, and then uh, come out with a fiery uh, a cutlass for the first button. Nice. Alright, here we go. Um. So yeah, alright, time to just roll and try to hit this thing, I guess. Um, here, let me see what I can do. I'm looking at abilities uh, for one sec. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> Rakish Audacity. Um, so that means I don't need uh, to have advantage to use Sneak Attack on this thing. Since it's the only creature within me, I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah, just uh, try and attack this thing. Um, I don't have advantage or anything like that, but I can at least do that. Yeah, you can get your Sneak of Damage in, which is why Swashbuckler is so good. You can get it almost... Yep. As long as the creature is solo, you can pretty much get it. Oh, yeah. And this ain't solo, so it's... Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna work. Uh, God, I need to keep that Phoenix uh, rod out. 
constitute fireball. Anyway, alright, so let's go ahead and roll to hit it. It's just the right standard cutlass damage, right? But, like, with fire as well? Yes. Alright. So, rolling to hit, that is... Um, one sec. That is an 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Okay. Um, so yeah, standard cut, less damage, and then it's like a T10 of fire, right? Uh, that's for the... that No, the D10 is for the pistol version. Uh, okay. For the sword, it's a D8. Okay, just a D8? Yeah. Or, or I mean, a D8 of uh, the cutlass and a D8 of the fire, right? Yeah. Or was it... Yeah, I keep, I keep forgetting that, sorry. It's okay. It's not like you use that weapon too much. <laughs> Especially, well, it's been a while since you've used it. it I've used it, um, but yeah, it's been a while, like you said. Alright, let's go and do it. Two D8s. Come on, big damage. I'll take that. Um, that is... 15 damage to this thing. Alright, nice. Still up. Um, so I moved, I attacked, um, I am going to use a bonus action to do something. Okay. So... against you for the rest of your turn, so that's pretty good. Uh, hmm. So how that how fancy can foot I, works? How, no, I know how it works. Yeah, I remember. You, just, you can walk away now from him. Yeah, I can walk away from it. Yeah, I can like disengage or dash. Yep. Um, you know what? Actually, uh, Matt, do you think you could uh, like uh, be the big strong boy and uh, like just keep it keep hitting it in front? That will actually work very well. Um, you know, I'm going to use uh, my bonus action to dash uh, to go about like 60 feet away. And as I'm doing that, just uh, click uh, the button to have it, uh, you know, change uh, from a sword into a flintlock pistol. Okay, cool. And that's what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, next up, we have Joseph. So, Joseph, what do you plan on doing? Uh, with with what? So you know how my like special like component is I can like control water and like basically like keep something like in place. Oh yeah, you're talking about ensnaring strike, right? Yeah, Okay. You're quiet again. That's why he's asking a couple times. Sorry, I moved my mic. Sorry. Yes, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm using ensnaring strike. All right, so you're gonna use a charge to do ensnaring strike. Uh, first you have to roll to hit. Okay, so that's just a strength, right? Uh, strength or dex, really. Up to, I mean, Let's do dexterity, because I'm more proficient in that. Yeah, because uh, you, because it's more of like a, ver it's a versatile weapon that you have. It's a versatile weapon? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I guess 
it. 19 does hit. Um, So that's 1d6. Uh, yep, 1d6. Damn. I'm going to do one fucking damage. Really? Alright, one damage. Yep, and now he has to make a strength saving throw. I can, and I see what the DC is, so it shouldn't be too hard. Can you see what the DC is? Yeah, I can see what the DC is. Uh, it's a DC 14, so he has to beat a 14. Which he barely does. He he got a fifteen on that. God fucker, alright. So uh on your character sheet, make sure you click uh the use of one charge on your ensnaring strike. Yeah. Just let you know. Alright, so there's that. Bell. Alright. Wait, uh, you should have more than one attack though, Joseph. Sorry, sorry, Bell. I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, Oh, wait, no. No, you only get one attack right now. I, oh, sorry. Really? I'm, no, my bad. I was on the wrong character sheet. Yeah, two attacks. So I can do one more attack. You can do one more attack, yep. Uh, fuck it. Uh, I'm just Sorry. That's okay. There we go. Fuck. Alright, I'm rolling. Uh, let's see. 14, does that hit? 14 just hits. Fuck yeah. Alright. Uh, Harbor Blade hit DC plus 4, so for that, I got like three things here. Uh, I guess I'll do the 1d8 plus 3. Yeah, 1d8 plus 3, because, uh, so what the 1d10 means is if you're using it two-handed... Uh, but I imagine you're doing it one-handed. At this exact moment, yeah. Yeah. Nine damage. Nine damage, alright, pretty good. Very nice. Alright, perfect. Still up. I, I would assume, I didn't think that I was gonna fucking do it. Alright, Bell, you are currently grappled within this creature's Leonin mouth. Great. Not good. I would like to be out of, out of the mouth. So, uh, the way, the best way, basically how he is, like, he has, the lion has bitten down on your shoulder, grappling you that way. Uh, so you have to use an action to escape the grapple, uh, either using an athletics or acrobatics check to escape it. Uh, I'm gonna go with acrobatics, since that one actually has a halfway... It's an assistant thing. Because I don't want to die. Basically, you have to beat me. Um, uh, I don't think you're going to. I just got a 22. So did I. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> but uh, Ty does go to the player. <laughs> so swear to God. You just managed... Like, you use... Like, you twist and you turn and you... Try to do your best to fight yourself out of the lion's mouth. And finally, you get out just in time uh, for for Ordal's turn. Oh, great. Oh, as uh, a side note, I'm keeping track of his uh, HP. Yep. Oh. He's 
Yeah, you still have three, right? Yeah, I, I'm. You can change it, so I've been changing it depending All on right. what's going on. I will. Okay. Uh, I sorry. Let me clear. You you had to use your action to get out of the grapple, so you still have the bonus action left if you want to use that. Uh, or movement too. Hang on. Uh, let's take that bonus action and give, uh, uh, or I'll bardic inspiration, because I'd rather not have him die horribly. Okay. Gave bard. Alright, so Ordal has Bardic Inspiration, now it's Ordal's turn, uh, whoever wants to control him for the moment. So what's Ordal uh, doing? No, do you want to control him? Do you want me to do him? Yeah, yeah I, can, I can control him. Okay. Yeah, let me take a look here. Alright, so yeah, what can he do? Um, you know more than I do about D&D, so you should be doing... He I think you would also know more about spells than he does. I know Oradal does have yeah, some spell okay. casting. That's, that's fair. Yeah, do you want to do... Yeah, actually... Yeah, you take over for Oradal. I don't really trust oh, myself geez. since I give him a nat 1. <laughs> okay. Well, I give myself a nat 1, so we're not exactly doing great here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Am I supposed... I... I don't think I can see spells that he has. Uh, you can't. You should be able to see them. Uh, I don't know where they are. So, like, all the stuff is there, but, like... Under, uh, there should be a thing that says spell casting. Do you see that? Uh, it's right underneath savage attack. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so spell casting. Oh, those there is, it is. Yeah, okay. those are the spells he has. And uh, right next to them, it says how many slots he has of it, or how many times uh, he can cast certain spells. Okay. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh. Ordal isn't a second-level character, because second-level characters don't get second-level spell slots. I think he's, I forget how I, I think he's like fourth or fifth, maybe? I forget, but... That's whatever. Uh... Yeah. Oh, no, he's a fourth-level spellcaster. There it is. <laughs> So that's all right there. Yes, it does. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. There you go. He's a couple healing things if you want to heal him up. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I might have him do uh, cure wounds. Alright, uh, roll the cure wounds then. Uh, that should be a d8. Numbers. Numbers are hard. So that is... 
Well, that's a nine. Well, he gets nine hit points back. Yep. And I believe that's pretty much his turn. Unless you have a good... Uh, uh, well, the only thing... The only bonus action he has is inspiration. Yeah, I don't think that's really necessary at this very second. Yeah. Maybe it is, I don't know. Not yet. I'll... Okay. I'm going to hold off just for now. Alright, so that's his turn. Uh, Chimera's turn. So guess what recharged on the Chimera? The fire the breath. <laughs> so, fire oh, breath. The fire breath. <laughs> so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna start off doing this. First first attack. Lion is going to bite at Joseph since he is probably the closest thing there. There. Uh sixteen hit your AC. Oh you just missed. I'm seventeen. Dang, dang, alright. Misses with that. Um, goat is gonna ram you. Um, misses again because that's a natural one. Dragon's gonna try and claw you. Eighteen should hit your AC. So you get scratched with the claws. Eight slashing damage as he scratches you with his claws. And then he's going to fly up in the air uh, 30 feet straight up. I, I will say you can get an attack of opportunity on him. Yep. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Please for the love of God, fucking work. I'm gonna try again with my spell to bring him down to the ground. My uh, fuck. What is it called? Wait, is it back to Joseph, sir? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm so the creature is flying upwards, leaving the uh, terrain. So Joseph gets an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna do insaring strike. See if I can bring him fucking down, and if this works. Get him? Uh, 15 just gets him. Fuck yeah. So I'm bringing that fucker down like, uh -huh. So how much damage? Oh, right, damage. Uh... Yeah, and then he has <laughs> then he has to make a strength save, so he hasn't been brought down yet. Alright, four damage. Okay, strength save from him. Uh, that's like a 25. God, fucker! My god. <laughs> He's strong, boy. Uh, yeah, so he's just gonna fly, takes that little hit, and he's going to fire breath all of you again. Uh, uh please, uh... What's the range? Uh, it's a 15-foot cone. Uh, so, like... It's a, you know, angled-wise, he's oh, just I might be out range. Of that. 
I dashed like 60 feet away. Oh yeah, then you you would probably be out of it. But Joseph would be in it. Yeah, Bell probably would be in it. Or yeah, I haven't moved so. Or Dahl would be in it. So the three of you. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll roll forward all in a second. I'm just gonna do mine first. Ordal does have inspiration, which he can use for his uh, dex for saving throws. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a hit runner. <laughs> it's fine. We know that's. Oh god! I think I'm I need like actual pieces of paper because now I have to keep track of things. Alright, I rolled my dexterity save. I got twenty-one. All right, you're fine. Numbers are not that bad. 17. For myself. 17? Good. Did I just say myself? Yes, you did. <laughs> I might have. God help me. And then... This is why I can't be a DM. I, I have, while you're doing that, I should have mentioned to you guys, so as you guys are fighting this chimera, you look around to see where the heck Asen and Hunter are, and you see that a lot of the Seawall members have started attacking them, and they are fending them off for you guys, because uh, you, you feel like if they weren't doing that, then the, <laughs> the monastery members would come and attack you guys. Great. Assume, but what the fuck? Damn. Like switching back and forth. You kind of see the uh, you kind of see Ace and Hunter being cornered towards the temple. Uh, like like the uh, group of monastery monks are pushing them back toward the temple. Or it all got an unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. He succeeds. So the, you guys take half of all this. Ooh, that's that's a lot of fives. Fucking hell. Uh. Twenty-eight. Uh, half of twenty-eight is uh, fourteen. 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 Portals down. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I have revivify on my Phoenix gem, so I can go and do that. <laughs> revivify. <laughs> revivify. Uh, yeah, that would kind of be necessary right now, I'd say. Yeah. Because he, he's, like, in the negatives now. Yeah, okay. When it gets to my turn, I'm going to run back over to him. Uh, just to help you out, buddy, uh, for, since I, I, I know the spell pretty well, Revivify uh, is basically for somebody who has died. Ordal isn't dead yet. He's just okay, then just can someone stabilize him? Uh, on their turn, yes. Uh, I might, I should be able to, I will have to check. Okay. Worst case scenario, I can, I can use that. Yep. yep. By the way, buddy, uh, it's pronounced re Revivify. Revivify, okay. Yeah, Revivify. <laughs> revivify, Revivify. <laughs> Same shit! No, it's not. We don't speak well in this place. No, you guys, yeah. none of us do, but it's fine. Listen, listen, we're fighting a fucking lion dragon goat thing right now. <laughs> I, I, the goat is having some problems, by the way. Yeah, yeah we're... I, 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 should, I should note, 
Well, I should know if as a... the lion and the dragon, the goat would make it worse. Look, uh, <laughs> look, uh, the bridge goat man, they heard that he was talking shit, so yeah, they're mad. I, I should... It's on bridge, I'm glad the goat is dumb, okay? I'll say it, I'm glad the goat is dumb. I, I should note for you guys that while the while this is all going on, uh, the goat head of this chimera is constantly screaming and fainting. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. It's, like, it, 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 you see it faint for a couple seconds, then it comes back and it just screams, and then it faints again and it screams more. Kill it. What the fuck? The goat, the goat itself looks terrified and stressed. It's terrifying. Hey, wait, that could be uh, the weakest link, though. Maybe we, if we cut off uh, that thing's head first, you'd be doing it a favor. Go for last? Are you kidding me? Oh man! All right. Uh, so that was the Chimera's turn, Captain. It's up to you. Okay. Um, I did not have anything. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I need to strategize something. Um, okay, so I still have my flintlock pistol out. What I could do is, like, go for it. Well, is it still flying? Yeah, it's still flying. It's still up in the air. Okay, that's not really the best, because I have disadvantage then. Uh, you could do um, a fireball. Well, I have a disadvantage on that, or... Well, actually, no, I could make it explode in an area. Yeah, a fireball is, like, just area of effect. Like, there isn't, uh much disadvantage with attack like so with fireball it's not an attack roll so you don't have disadvantage no i know no i i have used fireball before but i just didn't know if i could like use it um like while it's in the air or not That's oh yeah I'm... yeah you just point at an area that you want it to be exploded and it explodes okay um just in case make sure that you guys are not well, uh, you know what just in case, I'm going to have the fireball uh, probably be just a little bit above it. Like, you know, so it'll still get the full effect. But, like, all the embers and, uh, you know, fire from it will land on the Chimera and not the people below, i.e. my teammates. <laughs> right, so how big is Fireball? Thanks, uh, remind me again, how big is Fireball? Fireball is, I think it's like about a... I actually don't know. It doesn't specify. Um, I think it's like a 20-foot uh, cone. 20-foot cone? Alright. So like, balls, well, but here, let me double check for you. Yeah, this creature is like 30 feet in the air. So like, even if you center it okay, on... Okay, the range is 150 feet. But, yeah. um, like the... It, yeah, it's 20-foot uh, radius of a, of a sphere. Okay, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, so even if like you center it, like it will, your allies will be out of reach for it. Yep, uh, then I'm just going to do that. I uh, put it just, just literally directly above it. Alright. Uh, dexterity saving throw for this Chimera. Yep. So, yeah, I just literally point at the... Just point at my flintlock. Actually, you know what? Something cool. I fire fireball from the flintlock. Yep. I'm going to have you describe this... Uh, well, I'm not sure if this creature's dead, but I rolled a natural one on my saving throw. <laughs> And you know what the you know what the uh, modifier for a chimera is for a dex? What? Plus zero. So that's just a straight up one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nothing. All right. So yeah, that's that's a one. So y you get to roll that sweet sweet fireball damage. Awesome. I also All have right. a question after we're done with uh, Captain's turn. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, let me go and roll for damage. You might, depending on how well this goes, you might kill it in one shot. I don't know. I I I had dexterity to that, right? No, no. Fireball is just the damage itself. Okay. I didn't really do much damage to it. Um, that's six damage to it. Wait, six? You? It only. Um. Wait. Fireballs like should be three d six, right? I think. Let me let me double check for fireball. But, oh, wait, no, I, oh, I need to, uh, do an extra 3 d sixes. oh, fuck, I didn't realize that. Cause yeah, I was about to say... Ain't no fucking way, ain't no fucking way. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that is some very terrible that's damage that's for Fireball. I rolled very low, I rolled very low, uh, it, it's, it's an 11. 11 altogether? Yeah, I, I rolled, like, twos and ones. Yeah, alright. 8d6 fire damage, is that what you rolled? Oh, I rolled a 6. Okay, so, so it's 8d6 fire damage. Uh, it's not much better, but uh, 17 uh, overall. 17 damage. Alright, creature's still up. I mean, that is better than, oh, like... I got an idea. The small bit that you had. Great or terrible? What? Is there any water around me, or can I just do... What shape of water? Did I, do I form my own water, or do I need water around me? Uh, you would need water around you. Is there any water around me? Not currently, no. Fuck! Oh. I was gonna okay. say, no, we're just chilling in the middle of a courtyard. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Yeah, basically I just shoot it up, uh, like, uh... Like, Phoenix, uh, gem... <laughs> just yeah, shoots still, a fireball from the flintlock, still, uh, for one. Yeah, still describe this, buddy, because this is an epic fireball. I'm just, like, you're shooting a... Describe it. I want to hear this. Yeah, so, uh... Like I said, he's aiming at it, and he sees, like, a fire, you know, laying down on his allies. Captain uh, then just kind of, as he's kind of studying the, the animal uh, from afar, he just kind of, at the last second, moves it up, uh, for, um, you know, just to be a little bit higher above him. And he just channels, you just see the flintlock just glow like this radiant, almost like a pink um, and uh, ethereal fire. And it just launches almost like what looks to be a laser beam from it. And uh, just you just see almost like a comet uh, type of color come out uh, from it and just explode right uh, above the chimera. Yep. Chimera. Um, chimera hurting pretty bad. It's hurting, but still up. So he got, obviously he's knocked back a little bit from uh, the kickback from it, but he's going to point his uh, flintlock once again, and he's just going to uh, simply shoot at it, or at least try to. Yeah, so with, uh, I believe that with that one, since it's just, it's just a D10 fire damage for that. Two D10s. Oh yeah, fire damage, yeah. yep, because it's, yep. Alright, and this one though, I think I have disadvantage on though. I think. I got an idea, but this doesn't work. I have an idea. Right, Kev? Uh, uh, what's, the, right? what's the minimum range on it? Uh, 30 to 120 feet. Yeah, this guy's this guy's like 30 feet, so I I would say just roll regular. Okay. This guy's All like right. 30 feet in the air, so like, it angles and whatnot. Then, yeah, let me go ahead and roll for this. Yeah, it's not gonna hit shit, that's an 8. Yeah, just go pew! Dodges out of the way. Joseph, it's your uh. turn. Got an idea. This is either gonna work really great or really terrible. But I'm gonna use my two actions to use a little bit of magic here. Okay. I'm gonna say just for just sake, my water skin has water in it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say that. Okay. I'm gonna take it out and use shape of water. And my objective is either to get it on the lion, 
like the water on the lion or in its mouth. Specifically, its mouth. That's what I'm aiming for, but I'll set up if it just hits him. I'm not even really going What's for the damage for this one. It'll make sense in a minute. What's the range for shape water? Uh, 30 feet? Alright. 30. Okay. And you're trying, you want to animate it. Uh, you want to animate pretty, basically water bend a little stream of water yeah. into its mouth. This part's not where the damage is coming in. You'll see. No, I, I so, think, I see where, I think I see what you're, like, obviously this isn't going to do damage to the creature, but I think I see what you're doing. Yep. Okay, do I have to roll to make sure I splash it with water? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say so, because it's going to be a bit tricky, because it's like 30 feet up in the air. Dexterity, come on, dice. 19. Do I hit it? Yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit it. Um, oh. Odds right. are evens. Alright, cool. I'm gonna use Ray of Frost to freeze the fucking lion head. Okay, I was not expecting that. Um, so, I hate to do this to you, buddy. You can't really, with spell casting, you can't, uh, the only time you can cast two spells on a turn is if one is a bonus action. Motherfucker. I thought that was so clever. Fuck. I will say this, though. Give me a odds or evens. What do you want? Come on, evens. Come on, evens. Evens? All right. All right. Odds, I'm sorry. I, I will say what I was going to do is I was going to see if it uh, if the water went into the creature's mouth I would have given it disadvantage on its recharge for the fire breath I would have but sorry that's okay it's all right all right so that's your turn um, motherfucker I thought that was gonna be so clever yeah I'm sorry I, I mean it was a clever idea I will I will give you that but also with the th I will keep in mind like keep in mind with Ray of Frost you yeah. don't like you just hit with Ray of Frost like you don't need water I was thinking to myself that like I would add like an extra effect because like it would be wet maybe I would have we'll maybe I was trying to go rule of cool yeah no no problem with rule of cool but unfortunately that's just kind of the way spell casting uh -huh. is or other, otherwise, otherwise, you, otherwise, y'all would do like fireball twice. Which is oh, that's fair. That's fair. I, I just thought. Yeah. Okay. So, Bell, it's your turn. Okay. So, not about me, but real fast with Ordal, I was looking at his stuff again because, um, I'm like, Haha, how do we keep him from dying? Yep. Uh, oh, he does have savage attack. Oh, that is right. He's a half orc. He does have that thing. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. I think you and I both know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Relentless and... Uh, yeah. Nope. Ah! Relentless Endurance. My brain is so stressed. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Relentless Endurance. Um, so I'll just so, say... Yeah, I'll just say, like, he went down, but at the start of his turn, he'll pick himself back up again. Okay, so he's technically at one. Technically at one, yeah. Okay, cool. Cause like I didn't see that until well after the turn had passed, and I was like, "Yeah, I no." Wonder if Kevin will let this happen because I'm. Yeah, no, I will. I will. I'm maps. as someone who has recently played a half orc before and has forgotten that feature myself. I won't let it go. 
Awesome. Okay, so he's not dead yet, so that's good. Um, I would worry about the Chimera, but I'm more worried about nobody dying. Plus, the two of them seem to mostly have it under control. Yeah. So... Let's try to keep Ordal from dying. Okay. Yeah. So let's do... Because, like, how's everybody doing on uh, health points right now? Oh, I'm good. I only took out one thing of damage. Okay. I'm working with 24 out of 16. Okay, so you will be next in line for healing. Yeah. Uh... How close am I to Earl? Uh, I would say like 10 feet, uh, so if you want to... Uh... Alright, so I'm going to run over to him then. Okay. And I'm going to use... Uh, <coughs> to cure wounds at second level. Alright. So that is two themes. I'll just roll that twice. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, calculator, because I'm too lazy to do the rest of the math in my head. So that's 21. Nice. And you have... You have 20 feet of movement and a bonus action left. What do you want to do? That's health. I have more... Okay. Uh... Uh... I will inspire Joseph. Thanks. You've been you inspired, go. Joseph. Now it's Ordal's turn. Alrighty. Poison Let's... arrow! <laughs> Fun. What's the plan for Ordal? Problem is, I can't click on the spells and know what they do, which is how I figure out what the hell I'm gonna do. Yeah, d and is weird like that, where it doesn't let you um, do that, but... Uh, I, lucky for you, I know what most of the spells do, so... Uh, thunder Wave is just a damage spell. Uh, that's yep. thunder damage, obviously. Thunderclap, same thing. Friends, he gets advantage on uh, charisma checks to be towards people. Uh, silent image is just an illusion of an uh, image that feels like a five foot square. Yeah, I know. That's what, that one I use often. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> silence is just a uh, sphere of silence. Uh, uh. 
it's not all that helpful right now. Uh, Shatter is another damage spell that basically does thunder damage as well. And Aid grants temporary hit points and I believe um, some other abilities that I just got to double check with. Um, I know it gives temporary hit points for sure. Uh, temp Oh, sorry. Hit point maximum is reduced is increased by five for eight hours. Oh shit. Uh. Okay, so that's that one. And it affects up to three creatures within range. Range is thirty feet. Oh. So. Ordal can choose up to three creatures to basically give five temporary hit points. Uh, that sounds like a good plan, actually. Okay. So who does Ordal choose to grant this to? Um... So the three of you guys. Yeah. All right. So basically, you guys have five temporary hit points each. There you go. Good. And your hit point maximum is increased by five points. So what that means is, even if you lose these hit points, for the next eight hours, uh, you have additional five hit points. Pretty good. <laughs> and that's going to be Ordal's turn, I take it? Yes. Chimera's turn. Because my brain is panicking. That's okay. <laughs> Chimera's turn. Guess what, guys? Its fire breath does not recharge. Oh, <laughs> Christ. The water did it, guys! The water did it! Good job, Joseph. Do it again! Joseph. But the creature is going to swoop down and attack Captain because you hurt it really bad. Oh, I know it. No! It's alright, I think. Actually... No, Actually, it... uh, you know what? I got something in mind. Yeah, it actually wouldn't attack you, Captain. Sorry. It probably would go for Bell. Great! Weakest Link. It wants a meal. Alright, Bell, I'll hopefully kill it before it gets I you. I swear to God, I'm All about right. to flip off this fucking Chimera. So, first attack um, is the Bite. It gets a 2. Uh, plus 4. Ah! Does not hit. Oh no, that would have been plus seven. Still doesn't hit regardless. Next attack. Ooh. Uh, finally, the goat horns hit you uh, with a like twenty-one to hit. Oh Jesus! Yeah. All right, goat horns. That's gonna be. Eleven damage to you. And the dragon is going to claw you. <laughs> With the 26 to hit. <laughs> I hate you. What did you get? I got an 18. 
Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, it does want you dead, and I got good damage for that one as well. Jeez. No, I'm fucking you. Oh, no. How much? 15 slashing damage. Jesus Christ, I'm at two. <laughs> Holy shit. Woo! We gotta fucking kill it. We gotta kill okay. it. Okay. Chimera's, uh, I'm playing fucking nice. Yeah, Chimera's turn is over now. Captain, it's your turn. Okay, I'm fucking shooting this thing to oblivion. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I'm not playing, I'm not playing nice. I'm looking at my abilities now. Alright, like, really looking at what I got. <laughs> now you feel the pressure. <laughs> yep. God, there's so much shit that I could've done, actually, when, um, that thing did its first attack. I could've used evasion! I have evasion! Oh, just do it now! <laughs> oh, I can't do it now! It's not attacking him! Okay, hold on. What is he gonna evade? Uh... Wait. My god, it's been so far duping the heavy hitter! Which is surprising! I'm just trying to keep you all alive, I swear to god. Okay, um... Yeah, I'm just going to... Yeah, really the only thing I can do is... Yeah, that, uh, just keep shooting it, because I'm still from afar. Keep shooting. Uh, I'm playing how a rogue should be playing. Actually, how far away am I from it? Uh, I'll say 40 feet. 40 feet? Yeah. Uh, okay, I was going to walk up, I was going to run up to it, but no, okay. I mean, could you, then, you the, uh, you're a rogue, you could always do bonus action dash and then get up to it. Oh yeah, you're right, I could do that. See, that's what I'm here for, buddy. I know how to play you know these what? guys. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna rush in, dash. Yep. Just dash right up to it, and I'm just going to press the second button to sheath of the uh, thing, the gun, and then I'm going to press the first button, get out of the cutlass, and yeah, rakish audacity again. So let's do this. Come on. Ooh, there we go. That's a twenty-one. 21 hits. Let's go. And I can add my sneak attack damage, so f f let's fuck this thing up. Alright, come on. Big. Big. That's looking pretty good. <coughs> Hold on. Uh, okay. Nice. That's 23 damage to it. Nice. Alright. Alright. Uh, you have some movement left, and with Rakish Audacity, uh, you don't get opportunity attacks. Well, fancy footwork. Fa fancy footwork, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so you, you can move out of the creature's way if you want, or you can stay there. Up to you. Well, I'll use a bonus action to move. Uh, yeah, you bonus action to dash, you still have your movement. Yeah, I could move again. Um, you know what? <laughs> Basically, what I think I'm just going to do is, yeah, just kind of, uh, yeah, just disengage out like that. Yeah, just so I go 30 feet, like, in the other direction. Basically, literally just did, like, the stereotypical anime, like, samurai attack where I just charge and I slice at it and then, like, slide on the other side. Nice. I like that. Joseph, your turn. All right, is it on the ground? It is on the ground, and it is with, Are it is 50... Hard. It's uh, 50 feet away from you. 
fuck, I'm moving up and then hitting you with the sword. Alright, so you're gonna take the dash action and then you have one more attack, you, then you have an attack. Yep, come on, baby. Okay, that was a natural 20. Yeah, that hits. Natural <laughs> spell. I think you might be killing this thing, bud. Just for safe sake, just for sake peeking. Fuck. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> Two-handed will come and get it, because I'm angry. You're angry. Angies. Roll a D10. Okay. Uh, fuck. Are we really Angie human boy. Fuck. Alright. Five damage, I guess. Well, that was still some decent damage. Did you double it? Did I double it? Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you got a natural. Oh. Yeah, crit, my dude. Yeah, that's 20, dude. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 damage. All right. Yeah, I was really hoping you could be like, so how do you want to do this? Nope. Fuck, all right. Nope, it's still up, uh, but it's hurting bad. Oh. Uh, Bell, your turn. So I'm basically right there. Yep, you're. It's right in front of you. This it, the the dragon, the lion, and the goat head just. Well, more the dragon and lion head just looking at you like prey. The goat looks terrified. I mean, the goat did smack me. Uh. Let me see. I think honestly, I'm just I'm just gonna stab it. I'm really pissed off now. Fair enough. Take a stab action. Stabby stabby it. If we're lucky, you might be able to kill it. Stabby stabby. Uh. Da, 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 da. Twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. There you go. I would hope so. That would suck. Uh, that's five. Alright, let's deal up. Uh, now I shall run, like, a little bit, because I don't want to die again. Okay, um, it's going to try and take an attack of opportunity at you. Gets it's a, fine. Gets a three, so... Haha! You Fuck. suck! I'm assuming it was the goat head. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever head you'd want it to be. <laughs> Uh, bit a 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 Go ahead. I, really, I, I think we really just need to kill this thing, and then we can worry about the rest of the stuff after. Yeah. Right. While this is going on, uh, you see that the uh, monastery members are slowly cornering uh, Hunter and Asen toward the temple. Great! Fuck. We need to do this real fast. Alright. That is uh, unnatural point. Unnatural 20 does hit. Nice. So that is... Also that. 
Another five damage. All right, not too bad. Chimera's turn. Breath weapon, still not recharged. To be honest, I was lucky I got it off twice. I'm not going to lie. It's going to... It's going to aim its attacks at one of each of you. So, first up, bite. It's going to bite Joseph with a 13 to hit misses. God. It's gonna use its horns at Captain. Oh, oh, so it's walking up to me. Okay. Oh, d- oh, yeah. sorry, I forgot you disengaged. Um, I thought you were still there. Uh, I, I ran thirty feet. Yeah. So horns then at uh, Ordal misses as well. Oh, fuck. <laughs> take it, take me, take me. No, no, it misses. I him. He's fine. It, okay. it, it, it misses Ordal anyway. Okay. Dude, he's at twenty-two. He's fine. Claws. Once more toward Joseph. Motherfucker! Well, I had a, this guy had oh, a good no. first start. Oh, how tragic it missed us. Oh no, it's almost like he oh, almost no. killed two of us <laughs> within the first like, three yeah. turns. Fucking dying, I guess. Captain, it's your turn. Right, yep, yeah, alright. You know what, fuck it, I'm just... God, I just want this thing dead. I'm just gonna shoot this thing to death. Um, alright. Takes a... Put sword away. Uh, just... I'm just sort of playing a fucking... Works with my Phoenix rod right now. It's uh, a weapon... Just, it's weapon roulette. Just constantly changing weapons. Yep, change uh, weapon. Flintlock pistol. Time to shoot it. Alright, let's see. Shoot to hit. Come on. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. That's a 19. Pew! Yep. Alright, 2d10s of succulent damage. Let's get that in there. Oh, that's good. Come on. Um, that is 12 damage. It's hurting. It's hurting bad. I need to shoot it again. Oh my I God. think, right? I'll let you. can I shoot it again? I'll let you. Okay. Yeah, because I know technically I need to move. Alright. Uh, come on, come on. Let's go, that's a 24. Yeah. Alright. Uh, what's the minimum damage you can do to this creature? Uh, if we count my dexterity, that would be like a 5. Okay, roll damage, just in case. But I think you okay. might kill this thing, but just in case. Come on, big. Okay, uh, 9 damage. Describe it. Let's go! Oh, oh my god. Uh, okay. Captain, uh, just uh, literally, um, literally revolver style. He just, uh, like, you know, fans the hammer on the uh, flintlock and just fires off two firebolts. Um, uh, one in, uh, in fact, uh, he actually fires one uh, straight into the goat, blows its head off, and then fires another one into, um, uh, straight up, like, into the uh, lion's mouth, just, like, Exploding inside, but not like you know doing anything. Just like fire, it fires just coming out of his mouth, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, the the creature explodes into flames, and the chimera is now dead. All that's left is the cultists that are slowly cornering 
Aeson, and Hunter. Might be time to run quickly toward them. Yeah. So, the three of you run towards Hunter and Aeson as their backs are slowly getting pressed up against the door to the temple. You just you are just able to squeeze through as the cultists make it there in time. Uh, what do you guys do? Well, we're gonna make sure we're gonna defend them. I know that's what I'm doing. I'm holding my sword, like you know, defensively towards these uh, monks. Okay. Uh, yeah, pressing the first button, getting the cutlass out. Uh, um, yeah, definitely running up uh, uh, to the cultists, and I'm actually just gonna have the cutlass pressed against like one of their necks from behind or something like that. Uh, you guys, so you guys ran up to. Hunter and eight. So you guys are like facing the cultist, not. Oh, the um, the two guys are behind us. We're facing the cultist. That's how I'm viewing it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the... how. That's what I thought. Like we were coming up from behind the cultist or something like that. Uh, you guys came up from behind, but you guys basically made like a U. So you guys came up from behind the cultist, made a U, so you were in front of them, protecting. Oh, okay, Hunter. okay. Yeah, that's how I'm viewing it. Regardless, uh, he has his cutlass up pointed directly at them. Okay, uh, Bell, real quick, what are you doing? Uh, honestly, just preparing. Okay. Uh, there's like about thirty uh, monks here at the moment right now, all coming at you guys. Great. <laughs> uh, okay. You hunter says to you all, "I don't think we can fight all of them off. We need we need some place." We he he turns and looks around desperately for some place to hide in. <laughs> if you can figure something out. Whatever you're gonna do, do it fast. Alright. And he, uh, he looks behind him and he sees, in the temple, let's get in there. We can barricade it from inside and then, I don't know, get in first. And uh, he begin, He opens the door to the temple and rushes inside. Uh, our only option, but not the greatest plan. Well, we really got no other choice here. Fuck it, let's go. Well, I know, but they were aiming them toward this area anyway. That's not great. You know what? Um, almost like a reaction. Can I just uh, like use uh, my uh, fire breath to uh, at least you know inflame a few of them, or or like you know provide a distraction with like the smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll let you do that. Yeah. That would be lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Um. As as uh, we start running, um, uh, Captain literally just yeah take uh take takes off his hat for a sec, just flames a couple of them, um, uh, just to kind of get like some of the smoke and flames to, I guess, disguise our escape. Okay. So, uh, I can technically do, like, prestidigitation, oh my god, help me, prestidigitation, and, like, add, like, smoke or something to it. Yeah. Alright. Make so, it look fancy. Yeah. You do that, you provide, like, enough of a distraction that, uh, all of you manage to enter into the temple, and, uh... With quick action and Ordal's, Ordal, Aeson, and Hunter's help, um, all, all six of you uh, begin to barricade the door, doing whatever you can to keep the cultists out. Just basically, you guys are like taking uh, pews and benches and chairs or whatever you can find and just barricading the door. <laughs> Yay! Uh... Uh, I'm dying. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine all of you guys are pretty dying. No, I'm like, I have 2 HP, like I'm 
I will die. Uh, but all of you stand in a small chapel built with stone, uh, with wooden and stone pews that are cracked with old age. Uh, various frescoes hang on the walls, and they're still intact with brightly colored uh, depictions of the accomplishments of the previous Seawalls members. Uh, this is a 20 by 20 foot room that you find yourselves in with uh, what look like to be passages on each wall. Uh, two in the back and two and one on the right and one on the left. Should we be putting stuff up against those as well? Uh, these are open passages, so like there isn't. Uh... Well. Oh, true. You could still barricade. Um... I mean, it's better than just leaving it open. True. Yeah. Up to you guys, but from the sound of things, it sounds like the only way in is through the door that you just barricaded. figure out uh, something. Yeah, you hear Hunter panting. <sighs> that. We did our best, but there was no way we could fend off all of them. It's fine. We did everything that we could. What matters is that the uh, big guy's gone, but... How are you guys feeling? Uh, we... Doing alright, but right now uh, we need to... <sighs> Actually, yeah, Belle, how are you? Ow. No. <laughs> In sign language, ow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, can uh, all right, uh, Mary? Can you actually uh, heal yourself, or uh, do you need like extra help? Because I do have a potion of greater healing. No, I can heal myself. I just uh, didn't want to waste a turn on it. If you guys want to, um, you guys can take a short rest. Yeah, you guys can take short rest. Because uh, after, like, a couple minutes, it becomes uh, prevalent. It beca well, after a couple minutes, it becomes apparent that uh, the banging on the door stops. Uh, but as you look outside of, like, some of the cracks of the door, the uh, monks are still there waiting. It's as if they're just waiting waiting you guys out. Mm-hmm. So they're not making any attempt to end. To, they're not making any attempt to force themselves in there, but. Um, uh, cat. Uh, if, who's out looking outside? Uh, I imagine, like you know, you and Ordal can look outside and. Okay. Captain's just kind of a uh, ass Ordal. That's odd. If I were uh, them and they wanted to kill us, they would have just set this place on fire. So why are they not? Maybe they don't want to kill us. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I think we found out who might have taken those people. I think we have too. It's not looking good. So, you guys can take your short rest. Uh, spend your hit dice. Uh, do you guys know how to do that, or do you need a reminder? So, when taking a short rest, you can spend up to half your hit dice, or sorry, half your level of hit dice. So, since you guys are, what, level 7 right now? Yeah. Uh, you guys can spend up to four hit dice, uh, basically meaning the dice 
that you roll, like, you know, for Mary, it's a D8. Well, for, for Mary and Mitch, it's a D8. You can roll up to four of them to regain hit points. Uh, for you, Matt, it's a D10 because you're a fighter. What about abilities? Uh, abilities that reset on a short rest do so. Um, oh, never mind, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you for simple to, for simply for simplicity two, you can uh, go to the little campfire button and click short rest, and that should that should help. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and short rest. Okay. Yeah. So I, I will say, as far as NPCs are concerned, NPCs will fully heal on short rest for simplicity's sake, and the fact that they are not as well equipped as you guys. I only needed to use that two of my uh, dice to heal all the way back up. I'm good. Alright, I'll use two. I should be fine. It's not really doing anything. Maybe I have to click the 2d8? Uh, yeah, it, it, you may have to click uh, how much um, oh, okay. dice you yeah, want to spend. Okay. Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What about wait, what about Mary? Hang on, I'm just taking care of it. Okay. okay. So while you guys are taking your short rest, uh, are you guys gonna are you guys discussing, talking about anything while you're patching up your wounds and uh, taking a breather? Just way too more, way too focused on like finding an escape route or something like that. Okay. Uh, how about you give me an investigation check then while you're taking your okay. short rest here? Okay. Well, this would be technically this would be after your short rest, but still. Uh, three. You're looking around and you don't like the only. Uh, opening, like, you see the passageways, but that's about it. Uh, yeah. I don't think Captain would be brave enough to explore those two, fur two further, but... At least not without the group. Yeah, at least not, not without the group. Yeah, he, he's not, uh... He's not dumb anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if this was, like, uh, beginning the Captain, fuck yeah, he'd go in there without saying anything. <laughs> But nowadays, no. He actually has a brain. Yeah. If anything, I guess he would probably, like, at least look into, you know, the hall, but that's a, the extent he would do. Alright, uh, which hall would you look into first? Uh, whichever one's closest to him, like, he'll at least peer into it, but he's not gonna enter it, obviously. Alright, so you have a left passage, a right passage, uh, and two back passages, uh, that are both left and right. Okay. So, for purposes of this, uh, I have it labeled as left, right, and back passage one and back passage two. So, which one are you looking to check down first? I guess, uh, I mean, if he's right in the middle, then I guess let's just look into the right passage. All right, right passage. Uh, so, you see a tight five-foot uh, wide passage that continues down for 20 feet before turning to the right. Okay. 
Interesting. Uh, what about the left passage? Left passage? Um, the passage itself is... Um, this one is actually 10 foot wide, and it continues 20 feet uh, before turning to the right. But you do see above, like, not too far into the hallway, uh, there does appear to be an inscription uh, above one of, the, like, the art. Like, there is an archway that has an inscription uh, in this hall. Is it Thieves' Camp? Uh, it is not. It is just in common. But it reads, be like water. Struggle not against the current, for surely, for surely you will lose yourself in it. Be like water, don't struggle against the current. Okay. Captain just kind of takes note of that uh, for now. Okay. Uh, Bell, are you doing, after your, are you discussing anything during the short rest, or, uh, want to do anything special afterwards uh, I mean I'm obviously just going to make sure everyone's okay while they're resting Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I don't mean to metagame your character but uh, bards have song of rest uh, did you want to do that da, 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 da. because I think that would be helpful for everybody <laughs> Uh, Song of Rest is basically, so during a short rest, oh sorry, wrong character. During a short rest, uh, you can do like a little song or whatever art form that you prefer. Uh, mm -hmm. Play an instrument, yada yada. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. Yep, and uh, at the end, uh, so people can get one or more hit dice. Um, or sorry, uh, at the end of each short by spending one or more hit. Yeah, so uh, each creature gets an extra 1d6 hit points uh, after this Song of Rest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'll, I'll play the little song. Okay. So you do that, everybody gets an, an, uh, everybody gets an additional 1d6 hit points if you need it. You mean? No, it's uh, um, it's it's not temporary. It's straight up healing. Oh, oh I'm already good. Uh, keep in mind, though, Mitch, your maximum hit points increased by five. So you could actually. Do you it. could. Oh, I know. I okay. I already um. Oh, you're healed all, all. You're healed all the way up then. Well, yeah. Well, my my original max was sixty-five, but I'm obviously not getting that back. So. Yep. Got his arm. <laughs> yeah, arm. Yep. Uh, and then after rest, I think um, since Captain's checking out the passageways and stuff, I'll see if there's anything interesting in like the actual like chamber that we're in. Okay. So you know, aside from the door that we've barred. <laughs> yeah. So uh, like I said, this is a twenty by twenty foot room. Uh, there was a bunch of pews that you guys moved to barricade the door. Uh, yep. A lot of frescoes that depict um, famous seawall heroes. Uh, but how about you give me an investigation check if you want to look closer? 
Uh, just spell for now. Unless you want to do the same thing, Joseph. Yeah, I'll do it real quick. Okay. I got a six. You noticed the same thing. that You basically just noticed the same thing I described. Yep, I figured. Sixteen. Uh, was worth a shot. Sixteen. Uh, Joseph, you uh, begin to look around. You're kind of looking along the walls, trying to find a, you know, a hidden entrance or something. You make it to the back of the room where there is a, uh, uh, what you call a, uh, oh God, it's, there's a certain word for it in churches, but uh, the, the stand where they hold their sermons. And altar? Holder, there's another word for it. No, altar. Oh, altar. Yes, altar. Yep. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. So behind this altar, there is, a, you see it just behind it on the ground a trap door uh this trap door has three different locks on it okay oh captain captain yep yeah what's up we got something here that needs uh your skill what kind of uh, what kind of th- oh yep don't mind <laughs> if i do cracks fingers uh, all right what do we got here Actually, he crack, he goes to crack his fingers, and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> so he does that uh, Tokyo Ghoul style. He offers his hand. <laughs> uh, thanks, buddy. Anyway. Alright. He felt bad. You you were doing something there, he just... He's letting you just, you know, crack that one knuckle. He just, uh... He, uh so cringy. He does it a Tokyo Ghoul style. He just cracks them with his finger. Right. Anyway. God, I didn't know Paco was such a fucking weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, I guess I'll just try and pick the lock here. Okay. Uh, thankfully I don't have disadvantage on this still. Um, I can still use it. Uh, Thieves Tools, I believe I actually have just a straight up a plus 10 in that. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do have a plus 10 in that. Um, alright, yeah. Fuck it, let's do this. Wait. No, it's plus nine. Never mind. Good enough. Okay, so... What do I get? That was cocked. <laughs> is there an option to literally implode the lock? Because I got 25. <laughs> so this is the thing. Holy shit. You... Go, you are working very hard. Like, you, you can feel a little some sweat pouring off of your brow. You're trying, you're, you, you do whatever you can to uh, unlock, you know, unpick this lock. It does not open. What? How is that? You realize very quickly, because, uh, like, obviously you would know, like, this should have opened. Like, I did everything right. You realize very quickly that this lock can only be unlocked through key, like the keys. You need the keys for this one. Bad news. This isn't a lock that I can pick. We're going to need to get the actual keys to this. Can we blow it up? Uh... Uh... Hunter will come up beside you guys as you are all looking around, and he'll take a look at this. 
I think I know, I recognize what's going on here. You guys, uh, there's, uh, this is, this little, um, secret door can only be unlocked by the keys of the Grand Abbot. Right. Luckily, though, most of the Grand Abbots in the past have been buried with their keys. Oh! And if my assumptions here are correct, we're in the temple where a lot of their bodies would have been kept. So they don't change the lock? They more or less... Uh, make multiple keys um honestly i've never seen this secret passageway before but based off the lock and the um little symbol here and he points out uh a very small symbol on the lock each of these re each of these locks requires one of the grand abbot's keys Who's up for some archaeology? Uh, I'm more so upset that um, what I did didn't work. It's magic. Also, when, when I say magic, I'm just gonna like wiggle my hands. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Magic. Yeah, but Hunter sighs and says. Uh, Seawall doesn't really like to make things easy, you know, so outsiders don't come in here and steal their stuff. But... They haven't met us yet. <laughs> no. That's true, that's true. But luckily, I think we're... If, if I know this place as well as I think I should know, down each one of these hallways should lie... A different uh, tomb for the Grand Abbot, or different Grand Abbots. How much do you guys uh, know about this particular monastery here? Yeah, yeah. Give me a history check, Joseph. Can I as well? Sure, sure. Fine. Sure, each of you can do history checks. Everyone does a history check. I know nothing. Oh. Uh, I doubt I'm gonna know much. Yeah, that, I didn't do much better. That's a five. Fourteen. Alright, so Bell, uh, you kind of remember this a bit from reading uh, not too long ago in the library. Ah, reading helps. Somehow you found a history, like, you know, a, sh a brief, like, hey, this is, like, a pamphlet of what the monastery is. Yeah. So you know that in this particular seawall temple, they practice the art of harnessing the raw elemental power of creation and using it to defend against uh, the creatures of darkness and evil. Well, they clearly did that so very well. Yes, um, but you know that uh, this particular temple kind of follows the tenets of uh, 
the four elements air, earth, water, fire. So, so you can kind of uh, theorize that each hallway, each uh, passage might have something to do with the different elements. We should check the other arches. Yeah. And I think that's a good enough place to leave it because we are... Uh, this has uh, been a little bit run long, so next time we'll start off with you guys exploring the dungeons of the temple here. Denbark says this leads us to exactly where we're wanting to go. <laughs> well, you guys did read how the temple uh, was built over top a underground tunnel system about 100 feet deep. This underneath. is exactly where we want to be. Yep. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we we're going to get here one way or another. Oh, yeah. Just a little sooner than we expected. Yep. We were our hand was forced. Yeah. Well, well more like our legs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for um, coming in and listening. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast, and we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye. I almost died.